Welcome to Couch Time. I am your host, Susie, a licensed marriage and family therapist, joined by my co-host, Janet, licensed clinical social worker. Thank you for joining our show where we dive into topics like mental health and relationship wellness, along with sharing our experiences and lessons learned on our road to licensure and building a private practice. You can connect with us at roadtowellness.co and susiehologian.com, where you can also find show notes for this episode. Oh, I binged the show in like a day or so, and I'm excited for the new season to come out this week. But we're going to talk about some of the patterns that we see in Selling Sunset. So for those of you guys that haven't seen it, it's on Netflix, and it follows a group of realtors that work in the Oppenheim group. They are all uh, women realtors. They all honestly look like models. So it's like a very LA real estate group. It seems like I'm sure, you know, all types of people work for the Oppenheim group, but mm-hmm. it, you know, they, they follow the model-esque beautiful women. Right. Um, Would everyone else end up on the show, Janet? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I wish there were others, but we'll see. So we're going to talk about some of the interesting concepts and patterns that I've seen. One of the things that first struck me is at least in season one, it seemed like they were almost like a a really like nice little family. You know, a couple of the realtors even lived together. It seemed like they were all just like super supportive. It's not to say that they still aren't a family. I'm sure there's still that family component on the team. But as the seasons progressed and as the reality show gained some traction, I just witnessed a lot of toxic work culture that I'd love for us to talk about. Yeah, let's dive into that. So one of the things that I'll talk about, this happened in season one or season two, one of the um, realtors, Mary Fitzgerald, she got engaged and was planning on getting married, which was really exciting. But one of the things that came up in that season was the desire to create her guest list. And one of the individuals from the group, Davina, was not invited to the wedding. Uh, Mary's fiance at the time, Romaine, had an issue with Davina. And you kind of followed Mary having this inner battle. Like she she seems a little codependent to me because she wanted to please everyone. We could tell that. Like she felt really bad about not inviting Davina. So one of the things that I think is important to talk about is just how to set boundaries with that. I think that's a big thing when really trying to balance the blending of work culture versus social life. And, and I think that's why many people keep strict boundaries with blending. I think those two like circles sometimes, but that's an important thing to talk about on how your comfort level lies and how do you approach. So in this case, specifically, when your partner doesn't want to be involved or have interactions or, you know, have, have a guest attend their wedding. And it's someone that you feel like, I don't know, would you say she felt like she had to because of the work culture, Janet? I think that's part of it. I'm sure the Oppenheim group is its own like little family within them. And I'm sure it's hard when some of the team members are invited and A few others aren't. And, you know, let's say a few of them are talking about the wedding at work that can be challenging. Yeah. Well, it's also really difficult to tolerate 
that discomfort that comes from the codependency that you mentioned, right. Of feeling like you can or need to please everyone. And that somehow you'll have the magical solution to making sure that everyone is, is taken care of at all times. Right. Yeah. And I mean, in the show, we do see Mary start to build that confidence. Like she starts to stand up for herself. She starts to assert herself and assert her needs which is great. You know, it's, it's great to see her do that. But I think this is such a common issue of Mm -hmm. if you're having a wedding, you know, can we be okay with disappointing some people? Yeah. I think, I think you have to be, and it's, it's a difficult thing to, I think, accept because you can't always please everyone. You can't fill every seat. You can't almost like in, you know, in most cases, I think for a lot of people invite anyone that you've ever wanted to kind of, or have had a sim like a, an interaction with, but it's a tough conversation to have, especially if, if someone might be confrontational or might point out that they feel, you know, an inequality in, in when others have been invited versus them. So those are really uncomfortable feelings to have to tolerate. Absolutely. What I'll say about that is we can totally say no. As you said, it's not the end of the world truly. And in terms of this issue, like the people will survive, mm-hmm. like the wedding will go, come and go. Eventually things will blow over, you know, I, with, with this group, again, I've, I've been watching the show. I follow a lot of them on social media. They still seem to be very friendly with each other. So it's, it's, one of the things that it's not the end of the world. So I just want to reinforce it's healthy to set boundaries because if it's your wedding, it's your day. And it's important that you and your partner are happy and excited about all the guests that are there. And it probably created a really great opportunity to have a conversation with her coworker too. And really, I think that's something that people try and avoid, even though it's like a straight line to fixing the solution Mm -hmm. so that you don't spiral, spiral yourself into a worry. Right. Absolutely. One of the other things that I witnessed on the show do is again, I want to talk about toxic work culture. So obviously every work situation is different and I'm sure their work experience is very unique, but we see some of the individuals in the group have issues with each other. And specifically, the individuals that I'm going to talk about are Chriselle and Christine. So to talk about them, you know, at least from what I see on the show, Chriselle is like this bubbly, like very kind, happy person. She was a former actress, actually, which was cool to see that she, you know, did some acting and then transitioned into real estate, which was super cool. And then Christine, honestly, to me, looks like a life-size Barbie. She's super tall. She's very, you know, like skinny, model-esque. She has like this platinum blonde hair. She just looks like a real life Barbie to me. So that that's like one of the ways that I can describe her. She's, she's gorgeous. But one of the things that we see in terms of the patterns is this like catty cattiness to one another, like in a sense, like being nice to somebody in person, but then being a little bit catty and saying mean and negative things about them, you know, in different social groups. And we saw that a little bit with Christine and, you know, I wanted to get your thoughts on that, Susie, like 
have you seen that maybe with your clients or, you know, in some of the work cultures that you've been in? You know, I haven't in clients because I think at least in my experience, we've been able to get ahead of it by having those conversations and being upfront and communicating with someone that you may have an issue with a colleague, a coworker, but I have, I have seen it in workplace environments. And I think it creates such a, like you said, I mean, I think you perfectly said like it creates a toxic environment where someone might feel uncomfortable to go into work or feel judged at everything they do, which I imagine leads to imposter syndrome at times and not feeling capable of what you're doing or going out of your way to prove yourself to someone that you don't need to be proving yourself to. Yeah. And I mean, you see sort of, you know, as the seasons progress, like the, the distance among them increase, and you also see the intensity of the negative emotions Mm. increase amongst the two of them. So, so in a situation like that, Janet, do you think if they were to confront each other, would that would the increase in intensity and distance have happened or would it have been explosive and possibly damaging to one or the other's career? You know, I will obviously put this out there. I don't know them and I don't know what they're like outside of the camera. To me, it seems like it's sort of like the classic case of these are just two people that don't mesh well together. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big part of it. I do think that it's important to confront each other. And I actually, looking back, I think that there have been situations where they both tried to. Mm-hmm. It's just that the negative behavior didn't change. I think with right. Christine, she still, you know, continued that behavior of speaking negatively about some of the individuals in different social settings. And again, this is a reality show. I'm sure the producers and how it's edited you know, increases the intensity of what's there. So, so there's that, but what I'll say is if, if we want to create a healthy work environment, the negative behavior has to change even after you confront the person. Right. Actions, not just words. Correct. Correct. So of course, this being a reality TV show, I'm sure the procedure of everything is a little different than what you would see in a work environment. But Janet, I imagine some of our listeners would be wondering if they do find themselves in similar situations, if where, where does the line get drawn of trying to communicate this with a coworker, with a colleague versus when you feel like you have to step up and have us have a conversation with management. And I know there's a lot of like work ethic there that always gets, you know, tossed into it. Right. Yeah. I would say, you know, a general rule of thumb is you'll, you'll want to try and work it out with a person first, you know, often like our license, our ethics, for example, says like, if we're noticing or see that another therapist is doing something unethical, you know, we, we try and talk to them first and Mm -hmm. get them to correct it. If they do great, if they don't, then we have to involve a supervisor. I would say the same general rule of thumb can be applied to any work situation. Try and talk to the individual first, see what's going on. Maybe they're going through something or there was a misunderstanding, or it could just mean that 
they're a shitty person. Who knows? <laughs> Try and work it out with them first. And then if that works great, you guys can move on. If it doesn't, then yeah, it seems like it's best to involve management after that. Which being on a reality TV show, you might not have that luxury. So (laughs) no, it seems like they want the drama. Of course. Well, (laughs) I mean, why else would people watch? It draws so many people in because of those moments. Yeah. And I feel like it's so interesting because like we as viewers, I don't think at least I don't intentionally try to, but I feel like we ended up like taking sides Mm -hmm. and like liking certain people and then disliking others, which is, is hard because again, when I've listened to interviews with reality TV people, they say like, it's edited in such a way where sometimes they just can't even win. But at the same time, like I can have compassion for that. But at the same time, like if you're engaging in a way that's not likable, like that has to stop too. Right. Yeah. Some of the other things that have transpired on the show And guys don't listen. If you haven't seen the show and want to watch, like these are all spoilers. I probably should have said that sooner. Sorry. Some of the things that have happened. So again, I'm going to talk about Chriselle, one of the realtors. She was uh, married to a pretty high up there actor. And during the filming, I think of season three, he unexpectedly filed for divorce and this again goes back to toxic work, work culture. We saw everybody go and support Chriselle. We saw everybody like rally behind her and say like, we're here for you. Let us know if you need anything. But then we saw a couple of the realtors sort of talking about the situation behind her back and saying, well, there's gotta be two sides. You know, there's gotta be a reason why he did that. Um, There must be something wrong with their marriage. And we see how, again, Chriselle kind of distances herself from these people Because I imagine she didn't feel supported and she didn't feel safe Mm -hmm. um, hearing that feedback. No. And you can be neutral without trying to dig and find an issue that points toward a coworker's, you know, a coworker, right? So, you know, not to also say like, oh, they had to take her side or they had to, had to agree with, you know, her in this situation, but you, you have to go so much out of your way to make someone feel unsafe and uncomfortable to be themselves around you, to be involved socially with you at work. Yeah. And I think that also comes with a lot of maybe a lack of self-awareness on how you present and how your interactions and, and conversations affect the people that you're working with. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we, we actually saw Mary, the other realtor that I talked about, Mary Fitzgerald, she, she was so supportive. She actually called out Christine and it was Davina who were saying like, well, there's gotta be, you know, another side to this, call them out and say like, you guys are not being good friends. Like I'm going to support her no matter what and be there for her for whatever she needs. Because if, if you watch season three, you see how visibly upset and how visibly sad that her whole life has been turned upside down with the filing of the divorce. You know, she even looked like she lost so much weight. I'm sure she was just so distraught, not eating. So even if you don't agree, even if you think like, let's say Chriselle was not appropriate in her marriage, 
you're not going to say that to her face, especially during that time of crisis. You know, you can talk to her about it maybe later if you guys have that kind of friendship. So that's the other piece. Like you said, Susie, we, we have to show our compassion and support when we see our friends really struggling. Yeah. You actually mentioned something else that really stood out to me. Standing up when you see an inequity or unfairness happening or someone not being nice or going out of their way to be nasty toward a coworker. And that comes from so much strength, but also, I mean, I think wanting to keep that peace, but it's so important that I think that could be applied in any situation. If you see someone not being appropriate at work or being mean and for something that's uncalled for, being able to stand up for that person who might not be able to defend themselves in that moment Mm -hmm. and speak up and say something. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I I love that Mary did that. You could really tell she had Chriselle's back and And compassion, like just human compassion and compassion. Um, I, I listen to um, like interviews with them and I follow them on social media. They still seem like they're really good friends, which is great. Another character, I shouldn't say character, another person on the team, her name is Heather. And she had talked about in interviews how she kind of wishes that she stood up for Chriselle a little bit more at that time and that she she was a little too quiet. And I actually really liked that and appreciated that because Mm -hmm. I felt like she was owning it and and stepping up and saying, you know, I didn't do enough. I shouldn't have allowed negativity to happen like that. So that's really awesome that she acknowledged it. Yeah. So like being able to be self-reflective and and own up to that, the humility, right. And being able to say that, you know, I did do a self-check on that and I would have done it differently. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. That's, I I think rarer than I want it to be in people, but Mm -hmm. really lovely. Those are some of the patterns that I talked Mm -hmm. about. So I hope that these were helpful for a lot of our listeners. I know the new season is coming out this week. I'm really excited. I know they've added two additional realtors to the team, which is cool. Oh, that should be juicy. (laughs) Will be juicy. I, again, they all look like models. So, you know, it's, it's so LA, I feel like. (laughs) It's so funny because I think us being in LA and from LA, like it doesn't stand out as much, but I can't imagine like not being from LA, not knowing the like culture of LA. And right. this is always the portrayal of LA. Right. Yeah. Guys, I like, this is for sure a big part of LA where it's mm-hmm. like beautiful people, you know, they all look like models. They all are wealthy. Like that. There's certainly an echelon of that in Absolutely. LA, but for people who are not from LA that watch these types of shows, just know that like regular people exist too. Right. LA. Like I cannot tell you how many days a week I wear sweatpants. Yeah. Yeah. I just got a new dog this week and I, I walk my dog in the morning in my pajamas. So we, we are all regular. We're, we're (laughs) human too. (laughs) 
You're human too. So please let us know, everyone, if there is a show you'd like for us to assess, whether it's reality, whether it's fiction, whether it's a documentary, we are so interested. Upcoming, we are going to talk about another Netflix show called Made, Mm -hmm. and we're going to be talking about domestic violence. So there will be a trigger warning. Yes. So that will be the next one. We're really excited to talk about it. So if you guys have any questions or certain things that you want us to answer, please follow us on our Instagrams at therapy with Janet B. And I'm at sessions with Susie. We're so excited to keep having these conversations with you guys and please stay tuned for next week's episode. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. About another Netflix show called made, Mm -hmm. and we're going to be talking about domestic violence. So there will be a trigger warning. Yes. So that will be the next one. We're really excited to talk about it. So if you guys have any questions or certain things that you want us to answer, please follow us on our Instagrams at therapy with Janet B. And I'm at sessions with Susie. We're so excited to keep having these conversations with you guys and please stay tuned for next week's episode. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Couch Time. You can find show notes for this episode linked in the description, along with all our references and resources mentioned today. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss the next one. We will chat again soon. Bye. Bye.